Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. If scary movies give you dread, keep you up late night in bed, here's a podcast that will help you raise your mind. We'll explain the plot real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never have to have a spooky ruined oh hello welcome to ruin i'm hallie and i'm allison um and this is a podcast we ruin a horror movie just for you just for all of you hallie how you doing i i'm good allison i don't know why every single week i'm like shocked when you ask me that and i'm like oh my god how am i, I doing i hadn't I thought panic. about it <laughs> when we start talking about ourselves i'm like oh no <laughs> yeah what else is there to say um i, I i'm good i i don't I only read the news and mm-hmm. sleep, and um, I'm going to go to some more Outfest screenings. Oh, nice. I'm very excited, uh, thrilled to live in beautiful Los Angeles, California, where you yes. watch everyone's films, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think I have anything else. I, uh, my, no. my world is very small, but I find it very satisfying. That's okay. Small will still fit rats, um, if you get those pets. I, I, I I do have to improve my life before I can have rats in them. I rats yeah, in it that for sure. Seems antithetical to like what rats are, but yeah, you have to get like things together before you can invite rats into the mix. It's an important thing. Similarly, it's like yeah, a cat shits in a box, but you can't just have a bunch of boxes of cat shit lying around. Cats right, deserve right, right. better, even if as a human you might not think you do. Right, Speak, it's true. Speaking of how how's your boy doing? Oh, he's good. He was just laying on the counter before we started, but we missed the window for you guys to see him. But um, I've got a, a bug news. Oh. oh, lay it on me. So um, are you familiar and are listeners familiar with the the spotted lantern flies? Yes, yes. They're uh, the, beautiful. The bugs, gorgeous. They honestly are like fashion. Um, Little stutters. But they are an invasive species in New York. And like last summer they showed up and the city was like, if you see one, kill one. Like kill them, kill as many as you can. So I've noticed a bunch of them. Like I wake up and they're like on the outside of my glass door. They're like, they're they're hanging around near like my outside space in a way that I'm like, oh boy. So my friend who lives upstairs was like, I was on my patio and I had like, 10 dead ones on there. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? She looked up and in the eve on like the top of our building, she was like, there were like 500 of them. Jeez. They're like Ugh. living there. And so she wrote to our building and was like, hey, um, there's a bunch of those invasive bugs like living in the top of our building. Like, can you guys get an exterminator? And they were like, okay, so like, because of the way they need to be exterminated, it's so toxic. We can't actually do it and have everybody oh. be safe. And I'm like, what kills these bugs? Like, I mean, I don't under. Ugh. That's why they Ugh. did say that um, you have to squish them. Like they were yes. encouraging people to stomp on them with their boots. Yes. Yeah, you have to stomp on them, and you have to stop it. And they they crunch when you do. It's disgusting. Um, so yeah, so they're like, uh, like I like stepped on my patio to. Um, 
water some plants and I like looked up and you could see a bunch of them just like on the side of the building, like up towards the top. And I was like, well, this is a nightmare I wasn't really expecting out of this part of the year. Like, yeah. Uh, if anybody knows other methods of dealing with large populations of spotted lanternflies, like please let us know because I'm willing to like tell my building anything to kill them. I want you to get like a big Looney Tunes level mallet. Like a big yes. cartoon hammer yes. and just start squishing like whack a mole style. Is that yeah. wrong to say? Is that wrong no, to? No, not at put all. We're world? supposed to kill them. They're bad for the environment in New York City. Um, they like hurt the species right. we need as our ecosystem. So, well, um, I'll tell you. I uh, speaking of that's what's I, happening here. There's been nothing but bad climate change news <laughs> this week. Yeah. I don't. I, I guess maybe it's just like being on Twitter or whatever. But like, it does feel like in the last couple of weeks, it's like, well. The fantasy that this was going to be a couple decades out, I think, Mm -hmm. is sort of like— It's here. Well, it's like, oh, sure, maybe there's total collapse in 40 years, but it's going to start now. Like, the idea of, like— It won't come out of nowhere. Yeah, and and I think, (laughs) you know, as people born in the 80s and raised in the 90s, that was sort of the— I don't know. People talked about it. It's like, well, we don't have to worry about that. That's in 50 years. It's like, well, yeah, that's— that's coming up. Now, that's coming up. No, that's happening. So. so there's gonna be a lot more bugs. Yeah. Air quality, garbage, diseases, unlocked from ancient ice, you know, just all kinds of cool stuff for us to look forward to as uh, fossil fuel companies and our government work together to do nothing. Which is why this month our theme is vacation. Vacation. Horror. You need a vacation from this vacation, is what we're telling you. <laughs> yes. We wanted you to get away, even though we. We all cannot get away because wherever no. you are, there you're there. Yeah. First of all, Second nowhere of all, is good. I was like, the only place I guess you go to is space, but Elon Musk is up there. He's trying to get up there, and who wants to take out with that yeah. guy? Not me. Yeah. Not me. Um, so we are kicking things off with a little film that came out during the pandemic, which I, I believe I rented uh, during the long, long mm. months of um, the uncertainty, and that is, of course, the rental. And yeah, it came out in 2020, and it was written, co-written, produced, and directed by Mr. Dave Franco. Such a fan of him. You know, I, I feel bad. I don't know if I've seen him in anything. He's, he's, he was in um, Neighbors, and like he's I, been in a I couple of like big it. studio comedies playing like a small role. He was on Scrubs in their final weird season where it was like no more oh, main okay. character people anymore. He's just kind of like always like, pretty funny. He was in 21 Jump Street, the reboot they did with did, Channing Tatum. And, yeah, I yeah, didn't and see that Jonah either. Hill. Um, Jonah Hill. You know, by the way, also, I would, I, well, we were talking about Jonah Hill. Huge, was a huge fan of his. Too bad. Really, really Too unfortunate bad. stuff. It's, yeah, um, don't read your hero's text messages. Um, yeah. But like, Dave Frigo is somebody who like, when he shows up in comedies, he's like really good and is never a lead. And mm. I haven't seen him direct anything he's directed, but like, I love Allison Brie and him and their cats and their, like, nice little life that they've got going on. Yes. Again, not to project onto celebrities, but you you do hope they're happy. And she's— yeah. The snapshot she, I see is, looks lovely. She um, is in this film. She is one of the leads, um, along with Dan Stevens, Sheila Vand, and Jeremy Allen White, who I don't know because I don't watch The Bear, but I know oh. that he is the lead in The Bear. Okay, Carmi. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Carmi. And he's great in this movie as well. And a perfect little weekend getaway that's going to become incredibly complicated. We always like to have Allison watch the trailer. Allison, what were your thoughts about the rental trailer? I 
can't get a good grip on what's going on in the movie, but it right. is like a perfect setup of like, there's a few of us at a house. Someone else seems to be here trying to kill us. Like That's pretty much what we're looking at here. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. Like, I, like I am, are you a big, like, let's go get a house for a weekend person? You know, not really, but it did, I will say, I watching this either. made me want to do it. Especially in L.A., I feel like people do it a lot. <laughs> this made you want to do it? Well, up until the part where things get yes. really uh, go south. Um, yeah, yeah, first half of Act 1. <laughs> everyone's going. I will say there is something, as someone who is single, that it, that to me is like, not the main draw being in a relationship, but it is much more fun when you're with someone else. I will yeah. say, like, David, I went to Palm Springs. That was really fun. But, so like, like, I feel like, but not like cabins. Is yeah. More, yeah, not like, I don't know. I have friends who, like, love, like, let's go get a house, like, a lake house for, and I'm just like. Not for you. I don't really love, like, I love being at a lake. I don't love, like, let's all, we'll collectively decide on our food and we'll all cook everything. Like, I just don't know if I love being in a house with other people, I think is okay. what it really breaks down to as someone who lives alone and has for many, many, many years um, and was an that. only child. Like, I just don't, like, the appeal of, like, we're all in this house together is fun for about four hours for me. And then I start to um, internally panic. <laughs> I will say there's something about bringing food to somewhere else and cooking it that, to me, is very appealing. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. The idea of cooking in my own kitchen, not that thrilling to me, but the idea of bringing a bunch of food and cooking in a different kitchen. Yes. Now, that's that's a vacation. Well, the odds that you're, you're never bringing it to a worse kitchen. No, like, no. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, like, from my place to, like, a studio apartment where we're going to have to figure it out. Like, yeah. it is, like, you are, like, if you're doing, like, the concept is, like, we'll go from our apartments to this big house we're sharing with a kitchen island and a grill yes. and all that. Like, that is, that is appealing. And this movie does have a hot tub. And again, it also made me want to go somewhere with a hot tub. I Maybe I should tubs. just go away for a weekend by myself. I, I could Honestly, do that. I've been debating doing it to get some um, writing. I know, yeah. By the union, not TV. Um, some writing done. So, yeah. I might do it, but it might be like a hotel. <laughs> yeah, that also seems easier. Yeah. All right. Um, we also, also like to take a baseline scary. Mm -hmm. Uh, a ba uh, baseline scary for where Allison's at with the sort of opening theme of the film. Allison, how scary do you find the concept of your partner having a very close and seemingly intimate relationship that is ostensibly platonic with their business partner? No. Are you a jealous person? Like, would you consider yourself jealous? I, I actually don't, I can't tell. I don't think I am um, because I'm someone who needs such an intense and uh, outrageous amount of like alone time and, and privacy and like doing my own thing. And like, my, like, so I, I think I understand that with other people. I think like, I don't know, but I do think that there is something when it's like when you're somebody's like romantic partner or even like just fr like best friend, mm -hmm. like, like just life partner. And then there's this, Biz I think that, like, business, do it will always pull people away from you because money is ultimately the only real reason to be alive in capitalism. <laughs> yeah, so it's like they're, they're spending it's hard hours to fight with against person. Exactly. Yeah, it's, and it's hard to be like, come to dinner. It's like, I have to finish this whatever with my partner, this deck for a presentation so we can sell the company to have money because we need them. Like, yes. you're never going to win that argument. As the partner, I yeah. feel. Yeah. I, I feel like when I was uh, dating men, I was jealous. But a lot of that jealousy came from, like, an insecurity that was, like, 
because I didn't know myself. Mm-hmm. And now I, I, I don't think I will be as jealous dating women, but it hasn't really come up um, yeah. as such. But there is something where, boy, you know, it's one thing to be jealous. It's another thing to be right, you know? And that's sort of what this movie yes. is like. If it looks like a duck and it sounds like a duck and it walks like a duck, your partner may be fucking their business partner. So No, no. Um, but, uh, you know, that's not the worst thing that happens. It's just sort of what kicks off the events in the okay. film. And based on the trailer, which, again, doesn't really give much away, um, would you like to guess the twist, Allison? Guess the twist. Now, I'm going to guess that the partner and the business partner are the ones who set up the weekend and that the business partner chose this place because he wanted to murder probably Allison Bree or whoever's our lead who's fighting against the the partnership that is um, business. Wonderful. <laughs> the partnership that is business. The partnership that is business. Excellent guess, Allison. So let's begin ruining 2020's The Rental. We open on the beautiful Oregonian coast. Ugh. We're perched on a cliff overlooking the ocean. It's a fucking beautiful mansion, tasteful, with a hot tub on the patio, unobstructed views. It smells like money. It looks like money. Mm -hmm. We see Charlie and Mina, who are friends and business partners. They're in their office. They don't say what they do. I'm assuming it's a tech startup. Yeah, I mean, on the West Coast. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know who else is making money over here. What else is there? Yeah. Um, and they're oogling and ogling um, the Airbnb post for this house. And Charlie's like, oh, my God, it's available all weekend. Mina is draped over Charlie's shoulders. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I was you don't like, need to touch people you work with. It's like, well, this this is a business part. Or I guess the business is funny. Okay, because we're going to be up to some okay. funny business. There's some funny business afoot. And they, the price is insane. But basically, Mina tells Charlie, you know what? You've earned it. Just then, there's a knock at the door. It's Josh, who again is played by the guy from The Bear. It turns out Josh is Charlie's brother and Mina's boyfriend. So we're setting okay. it up, right? Small world. Small <laughs> Keeping world. Keeping things tight. <laughs> and he comes in and says, is, am I interrupting something? Yeah, of course yes. you are. Absolutely. Yes, you are. They're in a glass office draped over each other. And uh, Josh says to them, hey, I was dropping someone off in the neighborhood, and I thought I'd see if you wanted a ride home, Mina. Charlie says to Josh, so does she need to request you on the app, or can you go rogue? And it's like, that is already rude. Also, Mm. that implies his brother is working for Lyft or Uber, which is also a tech startup. So why are you acting so fucked up about it? But of course, yeah. this is our dynamic that Charlie's like the successful one and Josh is sure. the fuck up. So we'll find out sure. more about that in a minute. And Josh sees the, this mansion on the coast and Charlie says, you know, we're about to start looking for seed funding. I don't know what that is. I didn't look it up. I think you buy seeds and feed you, birds you, with them. You get birds to come to your house and yeah. you catch them and you sell them. And that's, yeah. that's and the that's, business we're going to launch. That's business, friends. Um... This, it's like there's, we're about to do a crazy amount of work. What if the four of us took a trip before we kick things off and we can't go anywhere for months? Allison, it's a rental. They're going to do it. Okay. We see Mina and Josh. They head home. And then Charlie heads home to his wife, Michelle, played by Allison Bree. And she's thrilled about the weekend. And she says, I'm honestly kind of surprised. I'm excited to hang out with your brother. But 
Josh, since he's been with Mina, like he's went back to school. He's gotten his life together. He really seems like he's really turning over a new leaf. And that's kind of exciting. But of course, Charlie, because as we've seen, Charlie and Mina have some sort of um, unprofessional dynamic. Mm-hmm. Charlie says, I don't know if I'd call going to two night classes back to school. That's okay, literally the definition off. of going back to school. That's yeah, what being would you back call it? School. What do you? He's taking two night classes. That's a school that you go back to. What are you talking about? Yeah, that about? seems like a solid course load for someone who's also working. What are we talking about? Fuck off. Right. And Charlie's like, I'm just saying Mina is the full package, and Josh is a barely played Lyft driver. And we find out that Josh served time for nearly beating a guy to death outside of his frat house in college. Which, according to frat law, I think is just a misdemeanor, but then you have the law of the land, you know, and and as a result, uh, Josh did go to prison for a time. Michelle says, I'm just saying, Josh seems really happy. He seems like he's really doing well. This seems like it's been really great for him, and I'm excited. Over at Josh and Mina's, they do something that, honest to God, is more disgusting than anything that happened in Terrifier or Terrifier 2. This shit, and I'm not a, uh, uh, like... I'm a gross person. I have my own shit that I do sure. that anyone Everybody else— Everybody does gross things. I get puke if they saw. Mina, like, pops a zit on Josh's shoulder, <sighs> and they start kissing and rolling around, and he starts to be, like, demanding to know if she wiped the zit juice on him. And she's laughing, and she says, no, it's still on my fingers. I didn't wipe it on you. It's still on my fingers. I was like, I will kill myself. I— This How- is worse than Terrifier. This is like the worst thing I've ever heard. This is a, well, this is less dignified than I would rather be murdered by Art the Clown. Yes. Than have someone pop a zit on my back and then while we're making out, be like, it's still in my hands. I will jump I out of throw, the window. I might throw up now. That's disgusting. What? I had to pause it while watching it and look away because that shit. I don't know what that is. I don't. I don't know what that is. I, I don't want to rip the top of his skull off and spit into his brain. Okay, that shit is just unacceptable. Wait, she was the one with it on her finger? Yes. Like, LOLOL. Like, would and he have preferred her to wipe it on him? I don't know. I think you say, don't wipe it on my shirt. And she's like, I did it. It's on my hand. I was like, this is not cute. I don't know who this is no, for. This is, I'm not like, oh, I wish I was in a relationship after seeing that. Have you, ever, like, had might- a, have you ever had a partner, like, pop uh, a pimple on your body? No. I, had I don't friend, like that. Like, like, I've had, like, girlfriends who, like, in a crisis in have a been like, I need your help. Yes, like, sure. You're out and about. Like, things have gone awry. fun before messing around. <laughs> right, like, this is their foreplay. is just finding ah. a zit on each other's body and popping them and smearing it on their fucking hands. Anyways, I'm excited to watch these people die. In the morning, <laughs> Charlie and Michelle pick up Josh and Mina, and Charlie is immediately on his brother's case. Like, that's their dynamic. He's like, oh, my God, he's such a fuck up. He doesn't even know the truth. <laughs> and Charlie shows up and is basically like, are you really going to bring your dog, like Reggie, who's this adorable, fat French bulldog? No, Reggie. Those dogs barely look like dogs. It's like having Danny DeVito on a leash. <laughs> like, it has such personality, which does help. Yes. That's my idea of a, a weekend, you know? Yes, just with a fat French bulldog. Uh, as they drive up the coast, it's just like, they did this like this three hours away. Like, it's far enough away that they are like, this is a trip that we're taking. Yeah. Um, Mina attempted to book the rental, and she gets denied— and then Charlie was able to book it an hour later. Uh, the name okay. of the character is um, Mina Mohadi, and uh, the name, the actress is Sheila Van. She's Iranian-American. She's okay. the only person of color. Everyone else in the is foursome white. is white. 
And so Josh, on her behalf, is mad and is basically like, why would that, if it was open, I he's concerned the owner saw her name her and name. was like, oh, I'm not going to rent to a person of color right. or because of her name. And Charlie's like, oh my God, like we really think it's racism, which is what white people do. Yes. Where it's like, bitch, how would you have any way of knowing? And also- You don't this, know. It, like if that this definitely happens, happens. Yeah. And basically it's like, how could it be racism if I, a white person, don't think it is? And that's what I wrote down. Charlie is dead meat. We've seen him be Good. too mean too early. Yeah. Especially to yeah. his brother. He He's dead. I'm sorry. Yeah. He, it's not, this yeah. doesn't work. Uh, unless he has a character arc. But at that time when I saw this, I'm like, we'll this see. motherfucker's dead. Um, and Josh says, oh, sure. Let's give the white guy we've never met the benefit of a doubt. And Charlie tells him, let's give everyone the benefit of a doubt. Which is, again, is how white people sidestep yes. having to ever deal with racism. Ever talk about racism well, and convenient. really think about it critically. Ugh. Again, Charlie is absolutely going to be hurled off that cliff. That's what I wrote down. Great. They arrive, and, and Charlie warns Josh, you better hide that dog. Because essentially, he's concerned that whoever is giving them the keys will see the dog and say, you can't stay here. Mm-hmm. Um, they get out of the car. It's fucking sickening. We see a pickup truck parked uh, in front, and the doors open, so they let themselves in. And they meet the person who's going to give them the keys and show them around the house, an older white man named Taylor. He's also immediately very prickly. He says, you, you just let yourself in? You know, I was expecting you an hour ago. And Mina looks at him, and he is sort of, um, he looks like a handyman. And Mina says, you own this place? And there's just like all these little moments that are going to build towards what happens. Okay. And, and he's, he blanches. He says, excuse me? It's my brother's place. And she says, well, no, I, did, I didn't mean anything like that. Uh, Charlie says, let's introduce everybody. And Taylor turns to Mina, again, the other person of color, and says, so how did you get mixed up with this little family? And she says, what do you mean? What? And he sort of parrots back to her what she said about clocking his, you know, his handyman where he says, oh, I didn't mean anything by it. So now Taylor and Mina have this uh, antagonism between them that's like sort of, it feels already volatile. Is this the older guy who's like balding, Slimmer. Yes, yeah. who's, who's playing? Is it the actor who's also in Glow and... Um, oh, that's a good question. Let's see. He was... I think he was in Glow... If it's the same guy I'm thinking of. Toby and then, Huss. Um, and um, no, it's not... <gasps> he was name? already in The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh. Is oh that my the God. same guy? He oh. also plays Cotton Hill. He voices Cotton Hill on King of the Hill. Toby Oh, he's Huss? on Carnival. Yes, yes, yes. It is him. Yes, because he's also in... Um, Great role in Halt and Catch Fire, a, a much underviewed AMC original that is, I believe, on Netflix that everybody should go watch. It's about computers in the 80s. Um, yeah, he stays working. He's been he, in everything. He works. And he's good. He does good. a lot of voice acting, too. He's yeah. great in this movie. He's like a perfect— Okay, just wanted to, like, place who that was. Okay, got it. Now yeah. I know the whole di- like whole deal. He's a perfect, like, either he's just, like, a regular guy or there's a simmering rage inside him that mm-hmm. will explode. And he's doing—he's mm-hmm. playing it. Um, to the hilt. So he's fabulous. Um, uh, Taylor goes to show Charlie and Michelle around the house. Mina and Josh sidebar. And he's like, now we got to give this dumb racist motherfucker our money. Just like, I know, but he's just going to give us the keys. We're already here. We'll never see him again. Of course, we I'm will sure. see him later. Taylor shows them around. Again, beautiful deck. And Michelle says, oh, I should have brought the telescope to look at all the stars. And Taylor says, you know, I live right down the road. I'll bring it by later. You could use it. And Michelle kind of begs off. He's like, no, no, it's fine. I'll just, I'll leave it for you. 
And as he goes to leave, Mina cannot help herself. I think it's like, it's like Mina's like, I'm sensing the racism. I'm going to yes. put my finger in the wound because I'm not going to not say something. And Mina right. says, hey, do you do the bookings for this place? Taylor says, I do. And she says, it's just a little strange because my request was denied. But then Charlie, a white man, put in an identical request an hour later and his was accepted. We barely don't have to get into this right now. Mina Mohammadi, do you remember now? And Charlie is like humiliated because like as a white man, you can't bring a brace. And he's like, right. oh, don't bring a brace, yeah. don't bring a brace. Too scared. Yeah. And Taylor kind of doesn't answer and says, you know, if you have any problems staying here. The cancellation policy is clearly listed. If you want to leave, that's your choice. Other than that, I have nothing to discuss with you. And as he turns to leave and the door is closing, Mina says out loud, asshole. Probably loud enough for him to hear. Yeah, I would imagine. But he leaves. They go get the groceries and put them away. And as they turn, they hear Taylor leaving, but he's gunning it out of the driveway. Like he's driving really fast and angry which you wouldn't do get, getting out of driveway. And by the way, they are in the middle of nowhere. Like, they basically right, had to drive no through the forest. Yeah. Right. It wouldn't be okay. safe to really drive like that where they're at anyways. Yes, exactly. Um, but everyone's having fun. They're making plans to take a walk along the beach. Michelle finds in the bedroom, there's sort of dirt on top of the comforter, just a little bit. And she brushes it off. Charlie gets on the Wi-Fi. Mina's going through the medicine cabinet. And Obviously. Finds a photo of Taylor framed drinking a beer. She flips it over. Josh is playing with Reggie outside, and it's so cute. I want a dog so bad. I know. They are fun little buddies. And as they explore the house, under the porch, Josh and Mina find a door with an electronic code lock. Okay. Which they are not like able door- to okay. open. Yes. Like a, a, a doorknob with like a keypad over it mm-hmm. that requires a code to open. <sighs> Again, it's like I understand <laughs> that if you rent a house that is like a rental or is like somebody's like part-time home, yeah. that there are going to be rooms that need to just be mm-hmm. like inaccessible to strangers because yeah, you need sense. to put personal. Effect. But like, there's no way you're not scared when you see that, even oh. though like the logic is very clear. Oh, you should be scared. At least like, in this you should case. Be, in this case, you should be scared. They all walk on the beach and um, Charlie and Mina are walking ahead, laughing, whatever. And Josh confides with Michelle, who, again, is married to Charlie, sort of knows about Mina and Charlie's, like, intense mm-hmm. platonic, but clearly have a relationship that's, like, really powerful. And Josh tells Michelle, I'm constantly ter- terrified that Mina's going to leave me. She's so smart. She's so accomplished. I went to jail. Like, I, right. I just afraid, like, I want to encourage her and inspire her and make her better, too. But she doesn't really need that. And Michelle's like, I know you, you're saying, but she needs a romantic partner. She already has a work partner. Like, right. you don't have to, like, think like, oh, I have to get in there and be your mentor. That's yeah. not what she wants anyways. It's, as a woman, it's like, that's not what I want, you know? And, she, and Josh says to her, do you ever feel jealous of Mina, you know, and her, her relationship with Charlie? And Michelle says, well, fuck her, yeah, sometimes. But I think that... This is just, their partnership is professional. They've known each other for years. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get used to it. Like, at first when I met her, I was like, oh, okay. But right. th- nothing's going on, and I, and I trust Charlie. They go back to the house as the sun sets over the ocean. And they find out that Taylor has set up the, a huge telescope looking out the patio doors in the living room. And everyone's like, oh, cool, we can look at the stars. Mina, however, mm-hmm. which is how I would feel about it, says, so we are weird out by the fact that he just came in the house when we weren't here. And they're like, I would eh. be, right. It's like, it's like, 
Yeah. It it's is his rental. Yes. He said he was going to bring it by. Like, would you would you rather him have, like, bothered us? Like, it's kind of nice that it's just, but it, like, then it opens the door of, like, well, he comes here when he can come here. Yes. And come in whenever. And it does, the question's like, yeah, when you go to an Airbnb, you don't know who has keys to that place. No. You don't know how people could get in and out. I don't you know? love kind of Airbnb in general. Well, I've only done it when I've had to do it for a, a wedding or a something wedding, where yeah. there really weren't hotels. But overall, like, I want a hotel where, like, they change the sheets. I want, night, like, the towels. Right, fresh I towels want every day. Room. I want, yeah, I want to know that, like, if something happens in the room, there's, like, a million maintenance people around that can easily, like, address a problem. I don't know. Right, yeah. When I break the toilet, I need somebody to be there immediately. Exactly. Yes. Um, They kind of brush it off. Amina accepts that maybe she's, you know— kind of blowing it out of proportion. And uh, they get to drinking, which is what you do when you go away for, to, mm-hmm. <laughs> for a weekend. That's the point of going away. You get to fucking drinking. Um, Mina shows them, or Michelle shows them this waterfall she wants to go hike to in the morning. And Mina says, Michelle, I heard you brought something as a surprise. We should maybe bring it out. And Michelle says, oh, well, maybe we could do it tomorrow night. But it, it turns out she has ecstasy. So she brings it out. But Michelle says, I don't want to take it tonight because I'm really tired. I had a long week. If you guys Mm -hmm. want to, please do. I brought plenty for both nights. But I'm going to turn in, and I really, really want to get up early to go hiking in the morning. So (sighs) I just want to say that you guys could take it, but please, I really want us to all go. Which, again, I don't want—if I'm on vacation, I don't want to have to do anything. I shouldn't be setting an alarm. That's for sure. Please don't make me do anything. I beg you. I don't want to do jack shit. So they all take ecstasy, and we see that uh, Josh is dancing around with his dog in his arms, like, having a good time. He and uh, Charlie get into a wrestling match where you can see that, like, there's this underlying aggression within it. Michelle conks out, is asleep, and we see dirt falling on her face, like a sprinkle of dirt. And we look up, Allison, and it's coming out of an air duct in the ceiling. Oh. And then we reverse it. We see the POV shot from inside the duct. No. Somebody is watching from inside no. the duct. Oh, in the duct. In the duct. In the duct. Even, even in the duct. Even in the duct. Josh, Charlie, and Mina, they take the telescope out to the patio. They're like, oh my God, this is beautiful. And again, Charlie has to be dominating his younger brother. And Josh says something about like, oh, do you ever think that, it's something to the effect of like, did cavemen, were they worried about meteorites, meteors like that kill the dinosaur? And Charlie's like, um, how much time do you think there was before dinosaurs and humans? And it's like, that is, who, first of all, who cares? Just look it up. And then two, that is not something to, like, lord over a family member. You know what no. I mean? Like, what are we, 12? And the answer, at least in the movie, is six, 65 million years, which is a long sure. time. Yeah, that is a long time. Josh is throwing a stick for Reggie. Reggie's running all around. He's a very good, well-trained dog because, like, he'll run off the deck yeah. and come right back. So he, they trust him to sort of, you know— to roam around and come yeah. back. And at one point, they sort of tie him up so he's on a long lead and he can just kind of walk around, but he's outside with them. And as Josh gets a little bit sleepier and drunker, Mina and Charlie are just flirting. Like, no platonic work friends ever do. This is clearly— yeah, there's a clear line when things—you're just like, well, this is now an entirely other thing. This isn't just like, yeah, ah, we're so close and we're close all the time and, you know, things yeah. kind of like get— blur- It's like, no, 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 now you're just um, flirting. And look, if monogamy is important to you, here's something that you don't do, which is yeah. Josh goes to fall asleep on the couch— so Mina and Charlie decide, hey, 
Why not get into our swimsuits and get in the hot tub? No, no, no. I don't care how close of a business partner you are. If your partners are asleep, the two of you don't go then, like, hot tubbing. I almost feel like it would be okay, except not okay, obviously, but it's just like, that's your brother's girlfriend. Like, at that point, it's just right. like, what you doing? Yeah. What, what, why are you doing this? too messy. Too messy. But, of course, that's obviously what the thrill is. So they both get their suits on. And basically on one side where Charlie's sitting, there's jets on his back. And she says, oh, switch with me. I want to feel the jets. And, you know, they're vibing in the hot tub. Mm. And Charlie says, can I tell you something? No oh boy. And I wrote down, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, now what he has to say is he's like, I think you're brilliant. You make me so much better at what I do. You're funny. You're kind. And I'm just so happy to know you and to work with you. No. And she's like, I feel the exact same way. I didn't think it was possible to have, like, a real partnership. But that's what this feels like. And they sort of cheers their water glasses. And then they decide, you know what? We should both enjoy the Jets. So they're sitting side by side in the hot tub. One at a time on the Jets. Allison, you're not going to be shocked. They kiss. Oh, no. It's happening. The thing, they've clearly been dancing around probably for years. Yeah. They start making out. And they only stop when Reggie starts barking and runs back up on the patio whimpering. And Mina says, you know what? Maybe Reggie has the right idea. It's time for bed. And she makes the executive decision, gets out of the hot tub. We then see a POV of someone watching from a distance, breathing heavily. So they were really amped about what was about to happen. I mean, I get it. (laughs) And you never want to give a serial killer blue balls, but here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Mina goes to the bathroom. She's kind of, you can see she's freaking out, you know. Then she gets to the shower. Allison, she hears the door open. And Charlie joins her. Come on, like, and they, guys, and they, they're in the house. And they fuck in the rental shower. They fuck in the rental. I hate them. And I, it just sort of, it couldn't be more ill-advised, but yeah. uh, these bad things happen, Allison. Across the board. And uh, things are going to go from bad to worse here in a minute. I bet. In the morning, Reggie is still tied up outside, but looks, and I was like, what kind of people are these? They leave a dog outside, but... He seems fine. He found a football in the grass, and he's kind of playing with it, which is cute. I love Reggie. Obviously, in the morning, Mina and Charlie are extremely awkward around one another. Yeah. And, like, can barely make eye contact. I'm also, like, every time I see, like, a um, a movie sex scene, I'm like, is she on birth control? Like, is she just raw? Are they Wait, just raw dogging? Raw like, dogging it? Like, did he have a condom on him? Like, what did they, like— Listen, and you know, maybe we're just we're people who like, like to make a plan— but this just seems, I was like, I have a lot of questions. Michelle, however, much like she said, she went to bed early. She is bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and wants to go hike to this fucking waterfall. Mina tries to bail out. Josh tries to convince her, but eventually is like, okay, that's fine. You know, she says, I'm really tired. I have a really hard week of work. That's okay because Mina is Josh's girlfriend. However, yeah. Charlie also tries to bail. No. And Michelle. You guys can't. You can't. She's not having it. They get into an argument, and finally Michelle says, fine, you don't have to come, but you're cooking tonight, and I'm getting fucked up. What is your opinion on bailing on something like this, Allison? Look, I would want to. I have learned. I am now, you know, almost 40 years old. I will just say no from the jump now in a way that, like, that will be hurtful. Mm-hmm. But, like, when the planning is happening, I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not doing that and because I know I'm going to cancel on it. I would say, if, yeah. If I was planning it and someone canceled, I, like, you just got to, like, I just respect canceling so much. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I get it. It's a hike. Like, <laughs> I would say if we're, if we're taking, if we're taking any kind of drug. Yes. We're not going hiking in the morning. No. So I either wouldn't have taken drugs or I would have bailed then. I would have said, hey, just, you know, if we're doing this, I'm not going to be able to hike in the morning. I know that yes. myself. Yes. But if it was my partner and I did take drugs and they still want to go hiking, I'd fucking suck it up. Like you I suck really, it up. I'd fucking Especially suck it up. Especially after what you did last night. Yeah, like you have to decency. you have to like show up. Also, wouldn't you want to put some space between you? Like I'd be like, right. I don't want to be in the house, both of us freaking out. Right. I'd no, rather go on the hike just so one of us like we could have some distance. Distance. Because otherwise, like everybody's just like in close quarters in a house. Exactly. Um before they go, um, Josh says, hey, Reggie's still outside. Would you grab him and bring him in? And they say, yeah, no problem. So Josh and Michelle, they go on the hike. Michelle's mad. And Charlie and Mina, of course, immediately talk about what happened. Mina says— I mean, narratively, we did need them to have a one-on-one, so. Yeah. Mina says, we're smarter than this. This can never happen again. And I genuinely really do love Josh. That was a huge mistake, and I, we shouldn't have done that. And Charlie's kind of more, seems more noncommittal. I think he's genuinely interested in her. And he's like, you're right. It was a mistake. Yuck. Meanwhile, on the hike, Josh tells Michelle about meeting Mina and this cute little meet cue they had where she got his number to text him the, na- the punchline of a joke that she couldn't remember. So then they started talking. Mm-hmm. And Michelle talks about actually like the night when she, me and Charlie met, we actually were doing Molly. And she's like, I don't want to admit it, but she, he was actually still with his ex, Jen, when we first met. So it's a pattern. And Josh says, actually, now that you mention it, when he met Jen, he was with this girl, Zoe. And I'm not someone who has ever relationship hopped. I mean, probably because I was closeted. It was kind of easier to be single. Um, But there are people who do that. I always think that's so bizarre. I have have friends who, um, it's it's never been like the person they cheated with becomes the partner, but it is always like, oh, you were single. Like, I was single for like, a week and a half. Yeah, and and, part and I'm of me, just not, yeah. It's just not me, and but it you know, it's other people. Yeah, <laughs> there's something about it. I do. I really do admire people who get in relationships easily and fall in love very easily. I do. I think that's a very admirable quality. But yeah. this particular thing, where like you will stay in a relationship that's you're not happy with until yeah. you find someone else, cheat or like emotionally carry on enough that you know you could just, like, lily pad over? Like, no. Right. So, of course, hearing this, Michelle's really distressed because he's like, oh, fuck, is he going to do that with me and with uh, Mina? She didn't know about Zoe. So she didn't know. She thought, okay, it was a weird thing. She doesn't know. Yeah. Meanwhile, we see, of course, the POV of someone watching them in the woods. Back of the house, Mina, presumably out of guilt, which is what I would be doing, she's, like, cleaning up and straightening up, like, covering the hot tub, moving the telescope back in, while Charlie's just asleep on the couch. Allison, Mina goes into the other shower, so the shower uh, off of her and Josh's room, Mm -hmm. to have, like, you know, sort of her anxiety shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to, like, kind of just, like, put your head down and, like, let the water beat on you and then have kind of a moment and then emerge refreshed. (laughs) When, When she's done, she shuts off the water, and she looks up into the shower head and sees that there's a camera mounted in the shower head. Mm-mm. She screams for Charlie. He runs in. And they're both tech people, so they immediately are like, that is what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they run over to check the other showers, which is where they had heterosexual intercourse. S-E-X. Unfortunately, all of a sudden, there's a camera in there as well. And not only was someone filming her showering, but they also filmed her and Charlie making the beast with two backs. Ooh. Allison, in this case, what would you do? 
would you do? I mean, I'd I'd rip out one of the shower heads and and like have the camera in my possession. Like now, do you think that's did, how it works? Well, you need evidence, and I feel like if you because like my instinct is we pack all of our shit up and leave. Go to the police and also contact Airbnb and be like, this guy or someone is watching. And, like, you don't want to, like, do that and give somebody time to, like, take all the cameras out. So they go back and they're like, there's nothing here. Um, So. The question is, if you did that, Allison, your affair would be revealed. Knowing that, is that what you would do? I mean, things are already really bad. I think you just kind of, like, keep going down that road to at least make sure that, like, your sex tape doesn't get sold on the black market. Right, like, we don't know what their company is. Like, it's sort of like, yeah, if Mark yeah, Zuckerberg's you, suck, uh, suck tape, his, if Mark Zuckerberg's suck I tape. I bet he's, yeah, I could just see him just, like, going down on a VHS tape. <laughs> right, yeah. Is that with another human being? He's just sucking <laughs> and fucking a, VHF, a VHS cassette. He's putting his dick in a VCR. Yes, for um, sure. I do, I would see how it, that would be really, or someone would potentially blackmail him. So yeah. now this video exists, they are, it becomes an untenable situation. And from here on out, they're going to make terrible decisions based on how they want to try to manage its, uh, the existence of the tape. Yes. Again, I just think if, if people were able to have a conversation saying, hey, I think this relationship's over. Hey, yeah. monogamy's not for me. There's yeah. a lot of conversations that could have prevented what's about could've. to happen. Yeah, but absolutely. Here we are. Here we are. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Summer. The best time of year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Mina says, of course, right away, let's just fucking call the police. But Charlie refuses. Their affair would be revealed. Michelle and Josh would find out. His brother would hate him. His wife would hate him. And I mean, Mina says, kind of made that choice already, bro. Yeah, exactly. Also, like, come on. Like, you guys aren't going to fuck again. Grow up. We right. both know it's you are. It's happening. We, uh, you absolutely are going to. But Mina's upset. She's like, we're just going to let some racist pervert jack off to this. It's like, well, yeah, we, he probably already did. Yeah. <laughs> probably was his whole time. Pretend it doesn't happen. Amina says, I want to go over to that guy's motherfucking house. I want to threaten him and demand to get the footage. But again, Charlie's like, it, that will just escalate things. He's going to tell them. He, Charlie's trying to control what's happening. But of course, he doesn't know what we know, which is that someone's looking at them through the duct. You mean, right. they have this information. Right. We yeah. got more of that information. They don't you know? know that there's duct eyes. Yeah, on. exactly. Amina says, I, we cannot stay the night here. We'll say that Taylor came by. Maybe he said something racist again. We'll just say we have to leave. Okay. Charlie says, no, the more lies we add, the more out of control this is going to spiral. He is correct. Yeah. It's like, we'll just get through the night and we will leave first thing in the morning and pretend this never happened. That part's wrong. Yes. Just then, Josh and Michelle arrive home. Josh comes in and smooches Mina. And is like, I'm going to take a shower. She's like, no, I like it when you stink. Which we, we do think would be true because, again, she loves 
um, poppy disgusting. Zits. So it's yeah. like, oh, I love you. I love, like the smell of your like sweaty dick. That Grossness. seems of a piece. Yeah, yeah. that's very believable. In line with everything we know about her so far. However, you know, Charlie goes to Michelle. Michelle ices him out because she's now obsessed about the Zoe Jen reveal. Mm-hmm. In the room, Charlie follows Michelle, and she confronts him about like, I didn't know that you were seeing this woman. Like, this seems like a pattern. And he's like, Yeah, sure. I guess I was with Zoe when I met Jen. Did Josh bring this up? So now he's he's switching tack. He's now mad at Josh. Okay. And Michelle says, I just feel like you have lied to me, and it makes me concerned about our relationship. Well, you don't know the half of it, girl. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, he says, well, I mean, I'm sure what he says, I'm sure whatever I said at the time was probably true. (laughs) Which is like not the kind of thing you want to say during a fight with a partner. Nope. Um, so Michelle now just had, Michelle's like this manic, angry energy that where she like both wants, to, she wants to like take it out on all of them and also party. And so she comes out and was like, everyone's doing Molly again. Um, we're getting fucked up again. Okay. Um, Josh and Mina try to beg off. They're like, we did that last night. But Michelle is too on edge and furious. Yeah. yeah. And you got to like go with what she wants at this point because you've. Now, um, one, cheated on her, two, did drugs without her, and three, didn't go hiking with her. Like, you yeah. ha- like it is her show now. Allison, everyone else refuses to take it, so she basically takes all the molly that's left. Good for her. Just then, Josh goes, so where did you guys put Reggie? Allison, they just left the dog out there all day. Oh, my God, Reggie. They, they, Michelle's rolling. We see her with a glass of wine just sort of dancing alone in the living room. And watches them all rush into the backyard. And she says, oh, fuck, they've lost the dog. Which is a very funny Allison Brie delivery. Yeah. Oh, she's so great. Um, Mina, and Charlie, uh, uh, Mina and Charlie and Josh call for Reggie. It's nightfall, right? So he's a little guy. I, who knows where he is? They can't find him. He is a little guy. Um, she tells uh, Charlie, did you leave the hot tub on all night? Because it's not working. So I called Taylor. He's coming by. So, of course, Mina and Charlie are immediately panicked. But they can't say right. why. No, they can't. In the meantime, Josh becomes convinced that Taylor took his dog. I don't know why. The dog could have easily just wandered away. Yeah. You're in the middle of nowhere. That seems It's plausible. more likely that, like, something else happened, but sure. Yeah. I don't like, like, he fell off the cliff because you're right near a fucking cliff. Oh, Reggie. I, know. I, I Listen, I hate to wish that on a dog, but it's like, yeah, you can't leave a dog alone in a strange place right. for 12 hours. That's what happens. When Taylor arrives to fix the hot tub, Josh immediately confronts him the second he walks in and says, did you take my dog? Taylor says, I didn't take anyone's dog. And by the way, you shouldn't have a dog here. It's in the policy. Mm. Michelle and Charlie go out to uh, watch Taylor fix the hot tub, and Mina and Josh keep looking for Reggie. And now they're looking in front of the house where Taylor has parked his pickup truck. And once Taylor's done, he goes and, he st- and stops Mina and says, hey, that whole dog- no dogs policy is my brother's policy. I have two myself. Don't worry about it. And then before he leaves, he says to Mina, I know how to keep a secret. So, of course, Mina's mm-hmm. like, you motherfucker. Yeah. So she says to him, actually, I have to show you something else before you leave. And starts taking him to the shower. And in the bathroom, she points to the camera and says, I just want you to know that if you ever do anything with that footage, we go right to the cops. Allison, he tells her, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I didn't install that. You people are trying to scam me. You put this in here. Now you're trying to shake me down and saying, I put fucking cameras. I'm going to call the cops on you. He takes out his phone, starts to call the cops. Mina panics. Again, Charlie having told her if the cops are involved, our lives are over, whatever. She tries to grab it, and they end up shouting at each other and wrestling over Taylor's phone. Josh hears their raised voices, 
and runs into the bathroom just as Taylor is pushing Mina off of him and she kind of fall, flies against across the room. Josh leaps on Taylor and just starts beating the hell out of him. It's like, oh no, Josh. Because we know that he did, did that, that one once. other time. Yeah. So he's got that um, animal rage in him. Mm-hmm. And he's got Taylor in the bathtub just beating his skull in. Michelle and Charlie rush in. They're able to pull uh, Josh off of Taylor. Michelle checks, checks Taylor's pulse. He's alive. He's passed out, but he's alive. Everyone sort of rushes out, and they're meeting in front of the house. And Mina tells them, sort of the edited version, which is, I, f- I just I found the camera in the shower when you guys were out, and I wasn't going to mention it because I didn't want to freak everyone out, and I wasn't sure if it was real. But then when Taylor stopped by, I was like, I couldn't hold it, and I just confronted him, and he went off on me. Which is plausible enough. And the yeah. security cameras are, I mean, the cameras are there. So, like, for right. Michelle and Josh's sake, they're like, oh, this guy's a pervert. Right. They don't know what the camera has seen. Exactly. Meanwhile, we see someone, obviously, who's not Taylor because he's passed out in the bathtub, watching them on a security camera aimed at the house. Mm-hmm. So now we know there is somebody else that is not Taylor. Yes. Allison, as they talk, a man dressed in black comes into the bathroom and puts a gloved hand over Taylor's mouth. Comes into the bathroom from where? The ducks. Oh, of course. Duck tails. Duck, we're telling you <laughs> one of our famous duck tails. Josh and Michelle, obviously, because again, they don't know what the, this, these two have fucked on camera, say, okay, let's call the police. We've done nothing wrong. Right. Yes, we beat him up, but there are cameras there. Right. He attacked you. Right. Charlie, again, is trying to control over there and says, Josh is on probation. He will get in trouble. But Josh is like, look, I don't care. It's also all on camera. If that was recording, they'll see that I didn't start that fight. He right. had his hands on Mina, whatever. We'll call the police. Michelle goes inside to find her phone, and Charlie checks on Taylor. Allison, Taylor is dead in the bathtub. <gasps> Taylor, R.I.P. Taylor. R.I.P. Probably a racist, but R.I.P. For sure. They adjourn in the living room, and they say, what the fuck are we going to do? Michelle says, there's no, what are we going to do? We have to call the police. There's a dead guy in the bathtub. Yeah, what, yeah there's not like, hmm. What, anyway, right, what are you talking about? Let's, let's discuss. But Charlie says, no, if we call, Josh goes back to jail. Michelle says, listen, I'm sorry. But again, thinking also, she doesn't know about the guy who came into the bathroom and asphyxiated Taylor. Right. She says, Josh killed a man. There's no other options. I feel horrible. You know, I love you, Josh. There's no other way out of this. And Charlie says, or what if Taylor drunkenly stumbled off the cliff at night? (sighs) So now they're going to dump a body. And, and Michelle's like, I refuse to do this. Mina points yeah. out, even if we do dump the body, it's all on tape, and we don't know right. where it's being recorded to. Right. That tape could be viewed by the police for all they know. Charlie says, look, we're tech people. Mina and Charlie realize that the camera receiver, because it's wireless, must be in the house. It can't be that far away. So if they were able to find the camera receiver and destroy that and the cameras, hypothetically, there would be no footage. Allison, is that how it works? I, I don't, don't know. No. We'll never know. And Michelle says, I am not fucking living the rest of my life knowing that we killed some guy and yeah. then covered it up. You can't. We know this from at, movies. And she looks at Charlie's face and the, it, that's exactly what they're going to fucking do. But Michelle refuses to be physically involved so she goes to storm off into her room and the other three get to work. They take Taylor's toolbox, put it back in his car. They're going to move his car, obviously. They pick up Taylor's body and they start carrying it to the back. Beyond everything, there's so many. Like, oh, did you see that that Long Island, the mm-hmm. um, Gilgo Beach killer? They found his and his wife's hair 
on at least the bodies that they've been identified and he's been charged with. And they kept it. And because of the time, they were degraded to the point that you couldn't test them. Right. But in the last 10 years or whatever, those killings were. Technology has caught up. So whatever they're doing, they're touching tools. They're picking up a body. Yeah. I'm sure there's blood spatter that they're all able over to totally clear off. You beat a man to death in a bathtub or beat a man nearly to death and then some guys right. suffocated him. Come on. But uh, they carry his body to the back of the house. Charlie goes into the bedroom and Michelle's sort of lying on her side motionless. He says, I'm not going to tell you anything else. We're going to handle it. We'll be outside. She says, even if I don't physically do what you're about to do, I'm already an accomplice. Yeah. Okay? Correct. We're all accomplices to what Josh did. And Charlie says, this will be over soon. Michelle replies, this will never be over. Yeah. Which the is rest true. of your life. Maybe that's true. Allison. We don't know. <laughs> and uh, I think you hit the nail on the head there, mm-hmm. Allison. They cart Taylor's corpse down the cliff and they hurl him over. And, of course, when they look down, he is lying on a ledge about 20 feet down. No. He didn't make it to the water. It's, like, so goofy. (laughs) Yeah, and Charlie starts freaking out, screaming, fuck. And he tries to heave a big rock at him to knock the body, but he misses completely. It's like, even if you hit the body, how would that knock it off the ledge? Like, that makes no sense. it's just going to kind of, like, obliterate it. (laughs) Allison, inside, as Michelle starts to pack up their stuff, she hears the shower turn on. And now I ask you, Allison, who will survive this film? Who will survive? I mean, Charlie and Mina have got to go. They've committed the cardinal sin of fornication. Yeah. They have betrayed the heterosexual program of monogamy. Yes. And as such, they must be punished for it. Yes. Um, I think also Josh, unfortunately, um, he's too tied up in— Josh is mm-hmm. Mina's boyfriend, right? Charlie's mm-hmm. brother. I think Josh will also, I think that Michelle will be the lone, she'll be a final girl. Or a final girl. Okay, great. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Outside, Josh and Charlie pick up an even bigger rock, okay, and they throw these- it, and it it doesn't knock a body Thank- off. It just smashes into Taylor's head before it just falls oh, off the God. Court. So I'm like, you're, you're just desecrating a corpse at this point, yeah. you know? Josh decides he has to climb down on the ledge. And Charlie and me are saying, don't do it. It's the middle of the fucking night. It's a sheer cliff. You're, this is not worth it. No, we'll figure something out in the morning. it is not worth it. No, nothing's going to happen between now and, like, daylight. That Yeah, no one's going to come by. But he tells him, I did this. Let me go. Mm. Allison, he slips immediately. I mean. And he falls directly face first onto the corpse. <sighs> but luckily, the corpse 
provides a cushion so he doesn't plummet then into the ocean. Okay, well, that's good, I guess. <laughs> Instead, he's just face to mutilated face with no. Taylor. On this ledge How's at he night. get back up? I don't know. And they're also above a raging sea. And he tells Taylor, see you in hell, and he flips his body off into the water successfully. Allison Michelle goes, looks in the bathroom, but the shower sound is not from the actual water. It is from the upstairs television, which is playing video of Charlie and Mina having sex. Again, the original sin that caused all this. Oh, boy. Outside, Josh is able to climb back up the cliff face. I would be dead. Like, I'd I would be dead. Just, or I'd have to live on that ledge yeah. and build a nest Forever. and be an eagle. Yeah, grow wings. Josh climbs back up. Mina and Charlie grab him. And as they walk back inside, they don't see what we see, which is a, the, the man all in black. And then you see his face, which is an old man mask. So he has the mask of an old white man. Okay. Um, it didn't look like anyone in particular. Like, it wasn't like, oh, an iconic mask Just like that we're referring to. Guy. Yeah. But they don't see have time to notice nor see that because they see Michelle peeling away in the car. They all drove there in that car. I mean, I guess Taylor's pickup truck is still there, but they can't drive that home. Yeah, no. Michelle's peeling away in the car. Charlie runs and is able to stop her in the driveway and says, like, oh, don't freak out. It's okay. We got rid of the body. And she tells him, I saw the fucking video of you and Mina fucking in the shower. And he starts to panic, but then he makes, instead of saying, like, I'm so sorry, let me, you know, like, he just doing anything. The first thing he says to her is, where did you find that footage? And she says, who are you? And peels off into the night, Good stranding them there. And the two, again, they have Taylor's car, so, like, I guess they could drive somewhere else. They could else at least, get like, it. get somewhere if they yeah. needed to, but it is pretty incriminating. Josh doesn't know about any of this, so Josh is like, what the fuck are we going to do? What is she doing? And Charlie says, she freaked out. She had to go. She's not going to tell anyone. She's not going to tell the police. And, of course, everyone's freaking out. Charlie's like, it's fine. Everything's under control. I have control. We'll find the footage and then get out of there. Which I don't get, because I'm like, I don't, like, in my mind, the ba- the footage, the issue with the footage is Michelle and Josh see. Yeah. So Michelle saw it. Yes. Like, the Cats public, the, bag. the public knowing, like, right. if it went, like, is just so far down on the list in comparison to, like, the people close to you who you've personally hurt. Like, I don't know that anyone cares anymore that, like... Yes, I agree. And also, if anything, that makes it look, not, like, understandable why you killed this guy, but it's definitely, it muddies in a way that in a courtroom... Yes. I don't know. I There's just, a lot like, of he- narratives happening to keep yeah. track of and be like, who is really getting hurt in the... Yes, there, it becomes a little bit of, like, a plausible, like, well, I, you know, they were in a tough spot, you know. Yeah, and and so so at that point I'm like whatever. But we see Michelle driving in the dark again. It's very dark. It's dangerous driving through the forest. Yeah, hits something and skids off the road, slamming into a tree. Jesus Christ! Allison Brie's a great actress. She's screaming. She's sobbing. She is. She gets actress. out. She checks out the damage, and when she goes up to the road to, to see what she hit, she sees a metal strip covered in nails. Okay. Someone deliberately put that there in case they tried to, to leave in their car. Oh and as God. she. She gets back in the driver's seat and texts Charlie. Should have called him. It was, it, that's a call. That's a call. That's a, like, don't be afraid to call your friends in this and look, kind of emergency. maybe you're mad, but just call. Just call. She says, car ran off road. Please help. We see through the driver's side window, the man in the white mask running out of the dark towards her. Mm-hmm. It's in the trailer. And she looks up and gasps. Cut to... Charlie back at the house saying, getting the text and saying, I'm going to go find Michelle. She couldn't have gotten very far. 
Mina and Josh, meanwhile, deduce reasonably enough, okay, if we can't find this receiver anywhere, it's probably in that locked room under the porch. Logically. Yeah. Charlie makes it to the car to find Michelle gone. He calls her phone in, in the darkness, like 20 feet away, sees a figure holding it, and then the camera, the, um, the phone screen light up, and he hears her uh, ringtone. And he goes to walk towards the figure and says, oh, thank God you scared me. Allison, he trips over something. Oh, my God. It's his wife's dead body. Oh, no. With a bleeding head wound. Right, and unfortunately, Michelle. the person holding the phone is, of course, the man in the white man mask, attacks Charlie with a hammer, beats him to death oh over God. and over again, beats his skull in, murders him just like he murdered Michelle. Back at the house, Josh and Mina don't know wow. about any of this. Dropping like flies. And, and, and we're, we're rushing towards the last 15 minutes here. Eventually, Josh, they can't figure out the code, obviously. So right. Josh is like, fuck this. He kicks the doorknob off the door. Because it's just a regular wooden door. Right. So he's able to shear the doorknob off, with kicking with enough force. They get into the locker room. It's full of junk. It's just yeah. old antiques. It's just crap. Yeah, Josh finds a bunch of Polaroids, and he doesn't show Mina what they are. And she says, what are those? And she sa- he says, you don't want to know. We never find out where they are, so I'm assuming it's somebody fucking or, like, the past guest asleep or something. Yeah. Something off-putting, but we don't actually see it. Okay. Obviously, there's something tech-related there. Josh breaks down. He's like, I am so sorry. This is my fault. I dragged you into it. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why I beat that guy up. I'm such a piece of shit. Referring to Mina, of course, to Taylor. To Taylor. Because, again, he assumes that he killed Taylor. He He doesn't know. know that this guy killed him. Yeah. And Mina, even at that moment, doesn't... She should have just said... I think she should have confessed what was going on. I like so that too. I fucked your brother. This is it. But I understand. Maybe this is not the time. Yeah. I get that. And Mina tells Josh, we are going to get through this. And he says, I just need a minute. Mina goes up into the house. And, um, and when he does, he hears a lock unlock. And a door sort of swings open and there's another room. Just then, Allison... Josh gets a text from Charlie. Well, it is audio of Mina and Charlie talking in the morning about their indiscretion. So they're saying it can never happen again. He goes to find Mina. And of course, now we're getting bogged down in the infidelity when you should be just running through the fucking forest to get out of there. People are disappearing and dying, and that's priority one. And you can deal with the sex later. He plays her a message, and she does a horrible job of being like, that That sounds like us. That's crazy. It's like, why are you lying still? Get over it, you know? And he says to her, What can never happen again? What? In the recording, you said, That can never happen again. What, what were you talking about? Of course, Allison, he gets another text. It's the video of them in the shower. Hmm. Josh flies out the handle because he's saying, Charlie's texting me this. He's doing this to provoke me. Right. He, he must be in the house. He's trying to get me. Charlie, he runs downstairs screaming, I will fucking kill you, Charlie. You sent me this shit. And you, now you're going to hide. He's just ripping open doors. And finally, Josh opens the door of a closet. Who leaps out? It's the man in the white mask. Yes. Mina runs downstairs. And we finally, we, this is when we see the mask in full, that it's an old white man. Yeah. And he, start, he hits Josh with, with his signature hammer. Loves the hammer, huh? And when the killer turns to go up the stairs for Mina, Josh grabs his leg, and the killer turns and just buries his hammer in Josh's skull. Oh, God. Hammer deaths, an underratedly gruesome way to die in these movies. 
it's just, there's no other way around it. Even a stab wound, it's like, yeah, you could probably um, hold that close for a little bit. Just a big old hammer a smash in your skull. Fucking, yeah, it's like, oh, God, dark. So now there is one. The killer runs upstairs and doesn't find Mina. So he assumes that she, sh- he looks and the door is open, assuming that she's shimmy down off the patio. Yes. And he runs back out. She was hiding under the Papazon chair, Allison. Yes, of course. You haven't, I haven't thought of a Papazon chair in forever. Wait, define a Papazon chair again? They're those chairs where they're basically like a circle. Yes, on top of There's another like, circle that's upside down. Half circles? Yes. Um, hang on, they're like me, usually me, like bamboo with a cushion yes. on it. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Which I think this like, they're adorable, but I don't, I've never sat in one and thought this was comfortable. No, they're wildly uncomfortable and they take up so much room. <laughs> yeah, like they're good in theory, but they're uncomfortable they look in practice. Great. They look adorable. Yeah. Luckily, she was hiding under the Papazon. And um, Mina tries to make a run for it. But of course, she gets to the patio. The killer assaults her. She's able to get out of his grip, uh-huh. runs into the fog, Allison. This Ugh, is there's thick. fog. It's as thick as a Papazon cushion. Okay, she could barely see six inches in front of her. Allison, she runs straight off the fucking cliff. <gasps> the killer cleans up, throws everything in Taylor's truck, which he's obviously going to move, removes the cameras, and he, we've, we see the camera receiver. It wasn't in that room. It was hidden in the duct. Okay. up in the, Well, of course, everything's, everything's about the duct. And we see him looking in the bathroom mirror, and he takes off his mask. But we never see his face, but we do see from behind, and he looks like a younger, like a man in his thirties. Uh-huh. He doesn't look like Taylor's brother, right? Because then I'm like, oh, is he the owner? Like this is Taylor's right. brother? Yeah, but then why? Got it at hand. But why would he kill Taylor? It's just some guy else. <gasps> I think we're to think it's just some serial killer. Um, also, we see Reggie wander back into the house at dawn. Oh, and this no. dog is a great actor. And he kind of like looks up at this guy like, well, where would all my people go? Oh, my but God. the killer leaves the dog there with okay. the door open. Right. So uh, I mean, he'll probably die out there eventually. Right. But because uh, no one's. he's, but a, he's not uh, going to kill him. Yeah. So he leaves him there. Next thing you know, we see uh, a man, again, from only from behind, showed a different Airbnb. This time it's a gorgeous loft in the city. And the owner hands the man the keys. And we see him, the killer, making a copy of the keys. And then basically installing his cameras. So we're to think he goes to different Airbnbs and sort of sets them up for a murder. Yes. Whenever the next people book it. We see him sitting in his mask on the couch, sort of staring out the window. And then we cut to the people who rent after, or uh, uh, his next property. The Airbnb. So we see a straight couple doing yoga. We see a lesbian couple making dinner. We see someone on the toilet on their laptop. And what was great about that is I was watching the movie on the toilet on my laptop oh, at the very moment. Wow. Art really does imitate life. Representation matters. We see a couple with their daughter. And finally, we see a couple asleep. And on the security camera, ostensibly set up by the killer, we see the masked killer emerge from this gorgeous walk-in closet <sighs> into the bedroom and look down at the sleeping couple. <gasps> the end. The end, Allison. Wow. Allison, what are some fatal mistakes you think people may have made in the rental? Fatal mistakes. I mean, there are several. Uh, uh-huh. I would say just, you know, sleeping with your business partner Huge when you mistake. both have, I mean, like, I think that's bad usually even if you were both single, just like, don't mix those things, but like yeah. you both have partners. Those partners know each like it's all so like ah. Um, that was probably problem one. 
all going on a, even the four of them going away together also seemed like a bad idea from the jump, just with like the dynamics. Who's getting this out? Like who's enjoying this? Yeah. And then once things got going, I mean, not calling the police, like, yeah, not calling the police when you realize the cameras, like they could have avoided all of this. At a certain point, they could have just left. Yeah, like, just leave. Go walk walk through the forest. Like, there, it's not highly populated, but you could walk to the road. Right. You're able-bodied people. Like, just tell your story walking. Rather than being so convinced or concerned. But again, it's like the idea of control. Like, I could control. Charlie wanted to control everything. That was his down, his yes. fatal flaw. Being a control freak. But, like, what would have happened if they hadn't had sex? Like, what was the killer's, pl- like, was he just going to murder some people he, in their sleep like he was at the next place? Like, I he just so. they just happened to give him a great kind of yes. reason for everybody to kind of be at odds. Exactly. I think I think that he just looked into this psychosexual drama. Yeah. And he would have just Isn't killed him all with a hammer. hitting the jackpot if you're a serial killer? And it's like, oh, these people are all fucked up? Perfect. Exactly. Also, I just want to say that Reggie the dog is played by a dog named Chunk. Chunk. And he is, he has an IMDb. Oh, has he been in anything else that we would know? Let me see. Um, he has. He was in a movie named called Closet Monster. Oh, from okay. 2015. Okay, so he's a little bit. He's, he's been getting working. up there. Um, I'm not sure what the connection was. I'm not. There aren't any um immediate. It, it did. I'm saying it didn't look like it belongs to like Dave Franco. Dave right. Franco was yeah, in this yeah, or yeah. anything. Like sometimes it's like, oh, it's just that's just our dog. Like, in, wasn't that in A Star Is Born? Wasn't that just Bradley Cooper's dog? Yes. Yeah. Oh, what a sweetie. I know. Yeah, I don't know, but I will say friend. this dog was great. This I mean, dog was a perfect dog actor. We love an animal actor who knows how to kind of like hit those marks. Yeah. And then finally, um, where would you rank the rental on the spooky scale, Allison? A spooky scale. I think the realism of this and also the randomness of this, I'm going to say six and a half. Um, I'm going to give this a six. I agree. You know I love a realistic horror movie, and they play this very realistically. Once things start to get going, it's a little less scary because yeah. it's kind of mayhem. But all, yeah, the moments like the dirt falling out of the air duct, seeing yeah. the recording, I re- it really got me. And so like, I agree. I'm going to go yeah. to the six. Yeah, and de- that ending of just like, this is just what this guy does, and they just happen to pick a rental that, like, was set up for a murder. Like, it's just like, the, yes. that could be you, quote-unquote. Like, it, it, I will say, this is turning me off to Airbnbs just across the board as if I wasn't already out on them. Yeah, I mean, just go to a hotel. Just go to a hotel. If you can't go to a hotel, I get it. But, like, if you could go to a hotel, I feel like maybe go to a hotel. Not that those don't have plenty of... um Horrific experiences awaiting you, too. I know, yeah. <gasps> Didn't they, um, I'm trying to think, like, I feel like Airbnb, they're sort I was reading something about how, like, they're kind of cratering. Yes, they are. It's like, yeah, I mean, not every, the uh, economy cannot run on luxury Rental of rich people going yeah. out. Yeah, like everything, like Uber, it's like, these are not things that regular, or I don't know what the word yeah. for it, but like regular people use all the time. It's most, like, yeah, most people. Yeah. yeah. If people don't have money, the first thing they're not going to do is rent an Airbnb. Yeah, right. Or like take extra like car rides when they don't have to. Like, it's just. But at least uh, according to Fortune, the 41-year-old, two days ago, the 41-year-old co-founder of Airbnb has gotten nearly $3 billion richer this year. So great. I'm really glad 
That is, right. people who, who potentially use this aren't able to use it anymore. Yeah. At least the co-founder has gotten $3, Three billion. billion. Dollars. I will Fuck eat him. this. Yeah, Joe Gebbia of Airbnb Inc. I will suck the eyeballs out of this guy's head and we will eat his brain. Yeah. That's what I, how I feel about And it's destroying the housing market and it's, oh, you know, of all of the things. So fuck Airbnb and let this movie be a lesson to all those who um, work there. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, they know. I guess they just don't give a fuck. They don't. They, they really they don't. don't. No one does. It's terrible. Well, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we hope that was a fun vacation yes. from your life and from the world at large. Yes. Um, it certainly didn't cycle cool. back to the nightmare that is our economic system being built on tech oligarchs. It's, it's inescapable, but, you know, I guess uh, we hope the, these hours provide you a, a little, a, a tiny little, reprieve, a little bit of escape. And they certainly do for us. Yes. Um, so thank you. And we will see you next week for more vacation horror. More vacation. And uh, please, please keep keep it spooky. spooky. Don't forget to follow us at Ruin Podcast and Crooked Media for show updates. And if you're as opinionated as we are, consider dropping us a review. Ruined is a Radio Point and Crooked Media production. We're your writers and hosts, Hallie Kiefer and Allison Leiby. The show is executive produced by Alex Box, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder, and recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. From Crooked Media, our executive producer is Kendra James, with production and promotional support from Ari Schwartz, Kyle Sieglin, Julia Beach, Caroline Dumphy, and Ewa Okolati. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack.